Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I'm your host, Chris Fuller, and on today's bonus episode, Mark and I got a chance to sit down with Mark Grailman from Sanctus Real, the drummer for Sanctus Real, one of the original band members, and got to just have a heart-to-heart conversation uh, interview with him um, at the side of Revive Fest. So we really hope you guys enjoy this special bonus episode. Check it out. So I asked you a question when we were out there chatting, and I, I never got the answer because Mark started telling but the story. But you didn't do the intro yet, bro. Who are we talking to? Fuller? Talking to Mark from Sanctus Real. Mark is talking to Mark. That's all I <laughs> wanted to say. Is talking to, well, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> T-Mark. But that's a different Real story. question. How do you spell Mark? With a K. I'm, a, I'm with a C. Uh, so I'm weird. Uh, so he's the cooler Mark. But I'm I mean, Mark with a C. I don't know if it's cooler. but <laughs> It is what it is. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that's a little more unique. I feel like I hardly, I hardly ever meet Marks with a C. It's rare. Everyone's like, oh, is yeah. it short for Marcus? No. Nope. Actually, his first name is Timothy, and his middle name is Mark, and that's oh. what he goes by Mark. Even his mom calls him Mark. It's weird. Well, yeah, because my dad was Timothy, and sure. mom didn't want me call him, being called Timmy. Sure. Now, when you were growing up, were you Marky? No, just Mark. Uh, now he's Mr. Marky Mark, according Mr. to my Mr. Marky kids. Mark and the Funky uh, Bunch a lot. Okay. No, yeah. just Mark. Yeah? Just Mark. I was Marky when I was a Marky, kid. Marky, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have with that. With a Y. Marky with a Y. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Now I'm just Mark with a K. That's <laughs> what it is. But you're with Sanctus Real, so that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, folks. So, dude, we're sitting down with the drummer, OG the, drummer. The, the man, the original OG. The guy who makes the beat <laughs> for Sanctus Real. The guy with whom, if you don't have him, there is no music. I don't know if there's but, no music, but there's definitely no good music. But let's be music. honest, right? Without drummers, <laughs> guitarists get lost. No, okay? they just like, lose. Bro. They're like, oh, I forgot my timing. No, that's what the click track's for. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Now, can I go back to my question? Carry on. Oh, All right. See, that was the intro. All right. So what has been the best year that you've had with Sanctus Real? And what has been the worst year that you've had with Sanctus Real? Man, you know, goodness. <laughs> he's like that dang it i don't want to do this a, interview anymore what cd are we talking about <laughs> excuse me that was that's such a wow that's a that's a big question you don't have to answer it this is just real talk well i would i would like to attempt to answer it okay. i just feel like that's kind of one of those questions where i'll give you an answer now mm-hmm. tomorrow i probably would give you a totally different answer sure. yesterday i might have given you a totally different answer from sure but tomorrow. as of right now today as july 21st right now um I think that, man. All right, so probably the we'll, we'll start with the worst year. Oh, starting with oh, the all worst. Right. I like yeah, this. We'll, we'll get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm really nervous right now. I'm like, we're about to get sued. <laughs> um. So probably the worst year was um, uh, 2005. And reason being because uh, that was that was probably the hardest year of my life personally. Mm. Uh, I'll try to make a really long story very condensed for you, but 
Um, you can go as long as you want, Mark. <laughs> you, you have editing abilities, right? Yeah, oh, of course we do. Um, and you have 30 minutes. And you so, just tell us yeah. what you want. <laughs> so uh, my wife and I were, were pregnant with our first child. Mm. And uh, so my oldest son, uh, his name's Ben. He's actually on his way to the festival here right now to pick me up, in fact. Uh, ben was, was born, and on the day that Ben was born... Uh, we found out that my dad, uh, my dad was officially diagnosed with cancer mm. literally two hours later. Mm. The way it all went down was that, uh, my dad had gone into the hospital on a Monday with some severe stomach pain. Mm. Uh, my wife and I, because our son Ben was breached in the, in the womb, uh, we were scheduled to go in that following Friday for a C-section. So literally my dad's in the hospital like this whole week. And then we go in on Friday to the same hospital <clears throat> and we have a C-section. Our son is born 3 p.m. Meanwhile, my dad is on the floor right above us oh, in a room, oh, has had all this testing done this whole week mm-hmm. uh, and finds out at 5 p.m. Test results comes back. He's got cancer. Mm. So then they're going to do exploratory surgery that mm. uh, next day on Saturday to see how bad it is. Um, they do the surgery. You know, we're still in the hospital with our brand new baby, yeah. uh, which also happened to be my, I'm the oldest of three kids. So I was the first one to have a baby. So mm. it was my dad's first grandchild. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, you know, we they do the surgery. They basically open him up and realize that cancer has spread all over his entire abdominal cavity. And they say it's like beyond stage four. There's nothing we can do. Mm. So they stitch him back up. And yeah, it was the following two months he ended up going to the hospice and just went downhill rapidly. So in two months time went from this moment of like us having, you know, our first child, my parents becoming grandparents for the Mm -hmm. first time. And literally in the same couple hours, you know, my dad realizing he's not going to be here to see his grandson grow up. Uh, and yeah, sure enough, two months later, uh, my dad passed away and you know, we, we said goodbye. And sorry. So, that was the worst year. Yeah. <laughs> in the midst of that, you know, we were writing music. The The band was up and running on all cylinders. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm, you know, I was still fairly newly married. Uh, we were pretty sure that we conceived our son on our uh, first wedding anniversary weekend trip. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, always fun when you can date it. Yeah. Yeah. Always fun. When it's you like, can wait date a second. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not too difficult when you're in a band, you're touring all the time. Right. So it's like, you know, you have a baby and it's like, Oh yeah, that's when I was home for a week. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, here I've, I've been married for a year and a half, year mm. and nine months or whatever it would be. And, uh, so in a, while, in a lot of ways, just feel like uh, I don't even know how to be married yet. You know, still fresh right. into all this. Now we got a kid, and my my dad just passed away. Mm-hmm. The band is just like running like crazy, and we're so we're in the middle of making uh, an old record. I don't know if you guys would remember it or not, but it's called "The Face of Love." Yeah, uh, I'm like, I know, I know what a record is. <laughs> like, this is youth group years for me, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it had, you know, the song, The Face of Love had, mm-hmm. uh, I'm Not All Right was on that record mm-hmm. um, and some other ones. Uh, in fact, the the last track on that record is a song called Benjamin, mm-hmm. which is named after my son. And mm-hmm. if you were to go back and listen to that song, uh, it's a song that Matt wrote 
for me, basically. Uh, and the first verse is like me talking to my dad, and the second verse is supposed to be me talking to my son. Mm. Uh, well, snap. So yeah, if you go back and listen to it. I'm going to go back and listen to this one. We're going to listen yeah, to that on the way back to South Bay. Go back <laughs> yep. and listen to that. You'll cry like a baby now. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, Don't worry. Yeah. We'll follow you on social and so, let you know you made us cry. <laughs> so 2005, you know, your, your your dad just passed away, but the band's still going. How'd you get through that, man? I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, Jesus yeah. got you through and your wife got you through. and That's I mean, the easy answer, though. Right, but you're, but you're still yeah. touring. Like, you're still doing the thing with the band, so you didn't be like, peace, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I came off the road for a little bit, like uh, maybe two months or something, mm-hmm. and we had a, a friend of ours fill in on drums. And um, so, yeah, it was just, you know, it was just a grief process. And I think what was so difficult about it, you know, I always tell people it doesn't really even matter what age you are. You know, if your parents live to be 90-something and, you know, gets to that point where it's like it'd almost be better for them to pass away and just go be with the Lord because, you know, it's just life is so rough for them physically. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we've all seen older folks like that. Mm -hmm. uh, But even in those kind of situations, I just think it's just painful to lose your parents. It's just something that you can't really comprehend what that's like until you go through it. Mm. Uh, But, you know, for, for me and my family, uh, how you know, my my so my dad was forty seven, wow. <clears throat> which for the record is only two years older than what I am right now. Mm. <laughs> uh, and you know this is all, like I said, two thousand five, two thousand six, like yeah, eighteen right. years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, so just going through that, it was just traumatic, and there was just a lot of grief for me. I mm. had to. I I was when I look back, I feel like it was probably literally about two years, two or three years before I felt normal again, mm-hmm. you know, to where I got beyond the point of waking up in the morning and remembering the reality of like, Oh, my dad's not here and not having that pit in my stomach mm-hmm. over it. Now like d- it took two years. Did you ever question your faith or God during that time of why? I mean, cause yeah. you know, I, I've had some traumatics, not that bad traumatic stuff happen to me. And and it, it comes, you know, Satan seems to always put that thought at least in your mind and you're you're battling it, and not that you, you know, fall into it, but but there is that battle. Sure. Did you go through that or Oh yeah. Yeah. There yeah. was a lot of anger and just frustration um over the the circumstances of it more than anything. Yeah. Really just like the timing of it. because uh, my dad was so excited that I was having a boy. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I remember calling him on the phone to tell him, like, oh, we're having a boy, you know. Oh, and, and, you know, he was like, yes, I'm going to buy him a mini bike and a go-kart. And, <laughs> Let's you know, go. Oh, no. Typical grandpa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, eh, and you're going to stress my wife out. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm newly married. Don't do that to me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, just the timing of it more than anything felt like uh, – felt like a bad joke mm. you know it just felt painful and yeah. and yeah i definitely went through a lot of questioning and just you know i had my moments with the lord i'm just like i don't understand why you let this happen you know mm. and just like really angry and uh and just you know I, when i look back at that even now it's like i'm so <clears throat> as crazy as it sounds i'm so thankful for that time because I think it was really the first time in my relationship with Jesus 
that I realize that even when I'm screaming in his face, he just looks at me with love and compassion. Mm. You know, mm. like he doesn't let go even in those moments when I'm kicking him in the shins and yeah. pushing him away <laughs> yep, yeah. and just, just angry, mm. you know? And I think that's just, at this point now, it's like I can look back at that and I just feel nothing but uh, a graciousness about the whole situation and just really a gratitude of what, uh, you know, what it's come to mean to me now. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, <clears throat> you know, and you say stuff like this and it it feels like it could be just an easy thing to say as a cop-out, but the reality is, you know, I... I kn- my dad loved the Lord yeah. and I, I know where he is. Right. And even though that sounds like an easy thing to push it off on, the reality is <laughs> that I don't know that it was ever really a reality to me before. Mm. It's like the, the, the reality of heaven and the reality of there is life after this time on our, on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm honest, that wasn't really real to me yeah. like it is now. Right. And, you know, there's just so much. You know, it's like, I just, I don't know. It, the whole situation gave me a, a a perspective on life that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm. And, you know, I can say the same for like, my, I've got two younger sisters and yeah. uh, my, my mom is actually with the Lord now too. She lived mm. a lot longer, but, uh, you know, for my mom, for all of us, it, it was like, we had this, this saying, my, my dad used to, when we were in the hospice facility and he was, you know, going downhill, uh, he kept reminding us, he said, you know, the thing about heaven is heaven means never saying goodbye. Yeah. You know, and we actually had that like engraved on his tombstone mm. and, you know, and so, so that's kind of our thing now. Like yeah. we cling to that, you know, like right. we will see him again one day. And, and when that day comes, nothing can screw it up ever again. Right. You know, <laughs> right. It's, exactly. It's just like, that's yeah. awesome. So that was the worst year. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And we didn't even stage these questions. We're like, all right, let's just go. (laughs) But, you know, I think that shows, you know, people joke all the time. Like, we've had people come up to us there in the festival, like, I can't let it get to meet you guys. And we're like, we're. We're just two dudes hanging out. Like we're we're, we're nobodies. I don't, yeah, I, <laughs> but I think that makes. But we the, really are nobodies. I mean, at least you know you've been touring for a while. <laughs> like you, you've done things, and people have this high and lofty opinion. Uh, of oh, you're saint saint real. Real. Oh my goodness. Uh, Whereas <laughs> I don't. I'm assuming you're like like us. We're just two dudes like hanging out. You guys are just a couple buddies hanging out playing these you music got, that you, you like, right? Drums. I mean, you just hit drums, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there. You know, maybe the one of the fun things about our band is, I mean, you couldn't really find a better example of just a bunch of guys who really had no idea what they were doing <laughs> and, sure. and just really Christian were, music in the nineties, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just a bunch of kids hanging out in the basement, learning how to play Weezer songs. <laughs> right. That's what we were. <laughs> that, this could have been Perfect. me, man. Right. So that was learning music too. Well, right. actually it was more of a uh, red hot chili peppers, but you know, never mind. That's, <laughs> that's neither go. here than there. Hoop yeah. stank, you know, but okay. So, so worse year, I was playing like Billie Jean baseline. So I, mean, <laughs> that's true, Billie Jean. I will say there was like, there was a song that made me stop. I don't remember what song it was, but I turned on like, yeah, that 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 song made me want to play bass. Like yeah. that's like one of your guys' yeah. songs. I'm like, this is my youth group. Like this is freshman year. Like, you know, this is not my story. But but anyway, so so that was a hard year for you personally. <laughs> so we're going, we're back, so to we're going back to this. Yeah. So so that was a hard year for you personally. Now 
if you don't mind me asking, like, you know, you, you guys had a couple years or not a couple years, you had a couple months off with the band as you were just taking care of the family and, and doing what you need to do. I mean, did the band, was it one of those things where it's like the brotherhood kind of, I would say grew even more out of that where the fact of like, you know, one of our own is going through this, like was, was there a mm. lot more of cementing of the band at that point? Or were, I mean, you guys were already playing together at that point for a decade. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And you know, at that point, our original singer was still in the band. Uh, so Matt and uh, our old singer. And That's Chris. right. Cause then he went solo. Yeah. Recently. Yep. Yeah. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of, sort of his solo stuff wasn't really meant to be the focus when he left the band, but yeah. uh, it's, it's finally now just now really uh, becoming more of a focus for him again. But um, yeah, you know, Matt and our uh, guitar player, Chris, mm -hmm. another original guy mm -hmm. who's still in the band now. Um, and our, our bass player at the time, his name was Steve Goodrum. Uh, and actually, it was a difficult time for him, too, because right after all that uh, all that, that I went through with my dad, yeah. uh, he ended up going through a divorce. Oh, my goodness. And uh, then pretty much right after that, left the band. And uh, so, yeah, so then when we were making that record, the Face of Love record, we also brought in a new bass player, a guy named Dan Gartley, who ended up being with us for about eight years. Mm -hmm. and, uh but yeah, there you know there was a, a definitely a just kind of a, a brothers in arms gathering together, yeah. you know, tightening up the ship because we were all just kind of going through. Mm. Uh, you know, I was the first one to have a, a parent pass away, yeah. and you know, so it was like this traumatic thing. It was kind of something we all went through together. Like it was an experience for all of us. You know, do you feel like the 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 different the different brotherhoods you've had with different members coming in and out with your band. Do you feel like that's helped strengthen your spiritual walk while you guys are on the road? I mean, is that something that you guys really lean on each other? I mean, cause being on, you know, we talk about finding your tribe, you know, we're big into finding your tribe when you're, you're in your local body. Um, that's harder to do when you're out on the road. So is the band, is that your local tribe? Like these are the guys that you guys lean yeah, on each other. Small for. Group, yeah. Yeah. That, is that, right. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, I've heard it said, I think it's actually a book, and I've not read the book, so silly for me to quote this, but... <laughs> it's all right. I will anyway. We can edit it out if it's uh, not right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's uh, I think it's a book called, or something like, Marriage Isn't Meant to make you happy it's meant to make you holy yes. is that a yes. book sacred sacred, sacred marriage, marriage. Sacred i've read marriage. it yeah well, we, yeah. that's we, exactly we, you quoted it right we don't have to edit it we yeah. say we we did a small group bible study on, on that it. book yep. I, I kept calling it circle marriage because yeah. there was a circle on the book but oh yeah yeah the big yeah, thing was marriage. the big thing was the booger inside the guy's nose if you if remember you, if you watch the, the videos, videos <laughs> big old every video it's like oh who is your film guy? Because they screwed up. <laughs> uh, that guy should be fired. Yeah. Just kidding. So see, it's not so bad. You can quote it all day long. So, so that line, right, Barry isn't designed well, to make you happy, it's right, make you holy. Right. Right, yeah. And, you know, uh, yeah, I, I heard that line from the book, I guess, yep. and it's yep. always stuck with me. I like, think it's you know, on the title, too. <laughs> like, is it? Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's true. That's really, that's really a profound thought. Mm-hmm. I almost view a band that way. You know, people have said like, oh, being in a band is like being married to a bunch of people all at once kind of thing. And <laughs> bunch you of know, dudes, obviously, dudes in a yeah, no, that's a bro marriage, just, romances that's all together. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, obviously it's not literally the same thing in many ways, but uh, in terms of the, you know, iron and iron sharpening iron mm -hmm. kind of aspect of it, it is like that, you know, and I feel like, 
uh, especially because we have been together so long. Uh, we just know each other too well. Yeah, you know, like right. for like for Chris and I, when we started. I was eighteen. He was sixteen. Wow. I'm forty five now. You spent <laughs> you know, your whole like, life with them. That's legit. Yeah. Youth group kids playing in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for real. And you know, but that Chris knows me better than anyone except my wife. And uh, yeah, so it's like I don't know. Just at this point you know, the fact that we still genuinely love each other deeply and are yeah. like brothers and, yeah. you know, support each other and encourage each other. I feel like, cause in, in, you know, this is real talk. It hasn't always been that way. Right. Like we've had our, our times where there's been tremendous tension between us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so know? it has to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys are basically living together. I mean, it's just yeah. like a marriage or strife in a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, just the the fact that where you know our relationship with one another is now really is kind of an amazing testimony of just mm. how God can do that. He can just purify you working through one another even and and just yeah. So I know you don't have a lot of time, but I still want to hear about the good year. <laughs> oh, What's yeah. the we best keep, year Saint is real? We, we man. like to chase rabbits around here. Yeah, that's where we get the real conversations, you know? <laughs> but yeah, back to the good years. There have been good see, and that's the thing. There's I mean, every year really has has been been a good year. You yeah. know, the the thing that's been enjoyable about being in this band, and I think part of why we've done it for so long <clears throat> is just simply that uh from the very beginning, it's always felt as if God just opens that next door. Mm-hmm. Like there's always another path to walk down, you right. know, another door to walk through. And, uh, and that's just never stopped. And, mm. you know, which is, I guess why we still kept with it because it just feels like, I think, I think we're not done it, yet. Yeah. It's <laughs> like God's just making it obvious that yeah. we're supposed to continue. And, um, but you know, I'll say, I feel like <laughs> this might sound silly, but I feel like this year might be our best year. And I know that might sound crazy because it. You know, well, I'm like, do we have a Dove Award lined uh, up? Uh, like, uh, Grant? <laughs> like, wait a minute. See, that's the thing. We we've we've had the Dove Awards. We've been nominated for two Grammys. We've we just got a gold record a couple of years ago, mm. uh, and you know we're. By October, we'll probably have another song go gold, and sure. the one that already went gold is going to be going platinum at right. some point. And just you know, it's like things are continuing to grow, but I just feel like each year, you know, the way God has redeemed this whole thing and bringing Dustin into the picture, you know, mm. I mean, this is his eighth year with us now, so he's, you know, I think we officially have decided he's not the new guy. Anymore. Yeah, he's not the new guy. <laughs> all right, I guess we'll take you in. <laughs> But, you know, just what God did and all that. Because when, when Matt felt like the Lord was pulling him out of the mm-hmm. out of the band and how he just needed to get off the road and be home was yeah. really his biggest thing. Uh, you know, I, I thought for sure it's, it's done. You know, Because yeah. he's the we, voice of Saint Israel. Oh, yeah. And he was our main songwriter. And, right. you know, he's a great speaker and just everything. I just thought, well, how do you replace that guy, you know? With Mark. And, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's an M in the name. I do, I, I, I do want to hear about the drummer's role in the band besides just hitting some heads, you know, like. Look, I tell you, <laughs> there's two key people in the band, and it's the drummer. And the bassist. And the bassist. They're the backbone. And 
I I am glad that your podcast is doing well because I think everybody needs to know that. Yep, exactly. We're, 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 exactly. We're bold basis. That's why we say it. Nice. <laughs> Definitely. Nice. Well, we should start a band. Let's go. Oh, geez. I'm not that good anymore. I mean, <laughs> I got too many kids. It's only been ah. less than six months since I played. Let's go. <laughs> I opened up for Fireflight once. It's fine. It's all good. That's awesome. You yeah. did what? Venetian Fest. You opened yeah, well, Left 99. Fireflight? Yeah, Left 99. Yeah. Anyways, There's back to that. I just played, real I just played in churches. I was playing for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Venetian Fest. That's true. That's true. That's awesome. But so I was just a fill-in bassist, though. So, so it's, with it's the band, good. so with Dustin, right? It was yeah. Matt, Matt left. He went off the road. Right. right. Yeah. And then new guy shows up. Not, not new the guy. new guy not anymore. Not new guy. <laughs> and you guys are still touring and still crushing it. Yeah. So and, what makes you feel like it's going to be your best year? Or it is your best year? Well, just... It's just, it's almost like the journey started over again mm. when Dustin came in. Cause when yeah. Matt left, you know, everything kind of went away. Like yeah. our management dropped us, our booking agent dropped us, That's our record crazy. label dropped us. Like everybody just was like, those guys are You're like, the water. we're, no we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, you know, to say discouragement is, you know, is an understatement. Right. You guys, you, oh, you, yeah. you guys weren't given the newsboys treatment where it's like, Hey, look, yeah. we just got a new singer. Oh, it's Michael Tate. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and, and that was a kind of a thing. And really, I've got to give credit to Chris because he he just felt in his gut, like, I think God still wants us to do this. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was really struggling with the whole idea. Uh, and I initially had told Chris, like, if, if you want to try to get this thing off the ground again, I'll help you do that. But I think once it gets rolling and going crazy like it did before, I might be stepping out too, man. I just don't know if I want to do this all over this again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously as time went on, I, you know, I felt like God just made it clear. Like now yeah. I want you in this. And so here I am still, but it's awesome. <laughs> so though. if you don't mind me asking, I'm going to lean into that a little bit. So you're still yeah. traveling. You're still touring. I mean, your son for heaven's sake is coming to pick you up. So how, how old is Ben now? Uh, Ben's 18. So oh. you've been on the road that long, longer. And, 96. How do you do it, bro? <laughs> like, how are you on the road that much with keeping a family together, raising kids, having a spouse? I how mean, do you keep your wife happy? That's what I want to know. Because she's unha my wife's unhappy with just me working and coming home every night. Plus, I'm like, <laughs> you better be careful what you say because you know Oh, she knows. She's this. like, I want to spend more time with you. you. You work too much. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get home. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. You know, I, I think any, any line of work that you're in, you just... I mean, it always comes back to intentionality. Yeah. It's got to be intentional. And yeah. the nice thing is that all of us guys in the band, we're all in the same boat. We're all married. There's 11 kids between all of us. Wow. Uh, so Sorry, I shouldn't giggle. There's 11 kids yeah. between us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, not that, that's a big, <laughs> not that that's a big deal for you. but <laughs> a, a lot of, I mean, kids are a lot no matter how many. Oh, there yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's just... Man. It's just kind of deciding, like, look, this is how many shows we're going to do and no more, mm -hmm. you know, and this is how much time we're going to dedicate to being home. And, you know, it's not going to be two weeks straight. It's going to be three or four days and then we're home half a week. Yeah. Just, you know, it's sure. Let's try to keep it all balanced. Balanced, right. Yeah. And when you're home, you're home. You're home. Be focused, yeah. you know, be focused on that. Yeah, and don't be somewhere else in your head all the time. Don't be know? thinking about the next gig or the next right. place you're going or. The next yeah. song you're going to write or anything like that. Yeah. Cool. Yep. 
So I do have to ask, okay, so with you being the drummer, I've always wanted to, well, there's actually two questions I've always wanted to announce. All right, we got to finish up because it's about his time. All right, well, I'm going to ask him. <laughs> First question is, is, as the drummer, what, what's your role in the band besides just laying down some sick <laughs> drum beats? Like, like, are we writing songs or whatever? And then number two, do you guys bring your own equipment with you wherever you travel? Like we're talking speakers and lights and sounds and soundboards. I asked Ben Rector this question on his Instagram stories and he didn't answer me. Oh. So, <laughs> well, John Tibbs does. We, we asked him the same question. That's true. But anyways, but I've always wondered that. Well, first off, like as a drummer, like what's the role in the band? Cause you're still one of the OG members. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting because it's definitely evolved over mm -hmm. the years. Um, AKA you don't have to be your own roadie anymore. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, unfortunately that goes back and forth. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Like tonight, I was loading out my own drums and stuff. There was volunteers helping, which is cool. But yeah, I still I still touch my own stuff and it's put it better away. Better that way. That way, <laughs> yeah. I don't screw anything up. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think at this point, my role in a lot of ways because I'm I'm not really a songwriter. Uh, so uh, Chris and Dustin do all the writing. They'll they'll co-write often with friends of ours in Nashville, uh, so a lot of my role beyond just obviously playing drums on stage, uh, they'll write a bunch of songs, and then I get to hear the songs, and then I get to kind of like give the thumbs up, thumbs down kind of thing. He's like Caesar, <laughs> which is, <laughs> we call that quality control. The drummer is Caesar. That's what we just heard quality today. The emperor. <laughs> Um, so, and, and, you know, and I, I don't mean that, like I've got final say by, no, any yeah. means, but, uh, and it's not really even that difficult. These guys are all super talented. You're like, they, I like everything really you write. write I mean, when you're in Nashville, it's like, yeah, boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, I think I can drum to that. <laughs> the, yeah. The worst, the worst of their songs is still a great song. So, right. so a lot of it, you take their songs and then you go to the studio and just lay out the tracks and try to figure out the different pieces and. Yeah, I mean, even that depends. <laughs> Nowadays, everything is done uh, in Nashville. Everybody's got like a studio in their bedroom. It's right. true. So a lot we got one stuff, in my basement. So <laughs> right, yeah, a lot of stuff is even like programmed and stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of the drums you're hearing on records these days aren't right. They weren't recorded in a studio. They were they were sampled and dropped in. Right. And yeah. Wow. It's kind of crazy. <coughs> Taking the art away from the drummer. I know. But here's the thing: they don't have dynamics like the he does. That's true. Just saying, the dynamics that a true drummer has are <laughs> way different than a track that you're dropping in. And and you know this is real talk, so I'll I'll, I'll be real with you. I've, I've kind of put my foot down this year. I recently put uh, built my own home studio in my basement. Yeah. And so I'm actually tracking drums on the the next awesome. Sanctus Real stuff. Let's, Let's go. go. So we're we're getting back to right. the, back to the, the rock and roll. It's, it's rock time. and roll's Look, meant to be. Yep. You guys didn't get to where you're at by putting tracks in there that ain't you. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we're supporting this. We're gonna. <laughs> but so, but we're, I, we're gonna start a, a pledge page for this, right? A pledge. We page. only we only want Mark drums in every Sanctus Real Sanctus album. Well, we're not listening no more. <laughs> there you go. But don't your band's like, wait, wait, you're not allowed to do it. <laughs> but okay but serious question though but like when you guys do travel like do you guys i mean obviously you bring oh, your yeah. own like musical equipment but like everything else that we see at these you know whether it's a venue like here at revive fest do you guys haul all that stuff or you guys just kind of show up plug in and let's go not usually more that okay. yeah um it it does kind of depend uh if we're out doing like a full-blown tour a lot of times we'll like hire, you guys are like the headline tour you're right, right? yeah uh we'll hire a production company mm-hmm <clears throat> 
because we it's it's different for every artist, but most artists don't own their own production stuff. We have a little bit, but as far as like the full PA system and mm-hmm, all the lighting right, and right. all that, like we own our own video wall. Uh, so we'll That's take a video dope. wall out. Okay. Um, Birthday yeah, parties are legit. No. <laughs> Get out the LED movie wall. nights. <laughs> yeah, big movie nights and yep, parking yep. lots. Watching Frozen Two on that, <laughs> bro. These kids are a little older than that. That's true. Watching Die Hard on that, bro. Go. It's a Christmas the movie. Matrix. <laughs> yeah, we know how to party. So when you guys are doing your headline tours, you guys is like each city. You guys line up the next crew, or like there's like a bus that just follows you guys around with all your guys's yeah, stuff. If, if we're out on a tour with a production company, then yeah, it's all kind of we're all moving together as a That's unit. Cool. Uh, but a lot of times, like festivals over the summer and stuff, we're just flying in and everything's already there. We just plug Perfect. in. Perfect. How do you guys get so, your gear here? Like, do you guys have like a roadie that just drives it to the next spot? Um. This is Mark geeking so, out a little bit. I apologize. No, we'll you're talk good. people. <laughs> uh, some, some, a lot of times headlining artists will do that. They'll have like a semi truck that'll bring all their gear. Uh, but for us, a lot of times, if if we're like opening, like tonight, we open for Weird Messengers, mm-hmm. um, which is just can crazy. We back that up that a little you guys bit. weren't headlining. Let's just say that that's just crazy <laughs> to think about. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying that's, that's how right, good man. this. That's how good this. You guys were the headliners, was, like. My whole early adulthood. Fest, so like, you guys were always the headliners. <laughs> Actually, like, all right, did you guys yeah. ever come to Pulse nah, Fest in South good. Bend? Uh, yeah. I feel like I'm yeah. like, I feel yeah. like I've seen yeah, it. I yeah. Think yeah, so. we played a few times there. Yep. No. That, Anyways. That, that was our gigs. <laughs> Back to oh, yeah. youth group days, man, in the open well, field. Well, you were youth group. I was not. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, a lot of times we just, you know, we'll show up and there's backline gear. That's yeah. yep. that another production company has brought in equipment there's already a drum set on stage that i'm allowed to use or nice. uh, the amps there or a keyboard you know so we'll just use whatever gear is provided and cool. that's cool all right i got one more one question. last question then we gotta go one, one more question for him all right so we do this little thing on the podcast called fun facts with fuller you got a fun fact for us a fun fact Just a, a fun random fact. fun a random, fact this is how he got me on the very first episode of rtc so we didn't know how to end the episode so i'm like, so uh, he's like, like give a, me a fun fact yeah give me a fun and fact so i pulled one show. out of my butt so i'm gonna see if you can do it <laughs> it's a challenge now <laughs> well i'm not gonna pull anything out of your butt well but no that. i mean you got me on that one he's like he's like look you're all right but we ain't that close <laughs> you ain't on the tour bus with he's them like, bro. Yeah, he's like i ain't been touring you with you you gotta be a road warrior to get those privileges so do you have a fun fact oh, oh my goodness, goodness. man See, he's like, dang it. <laughs> Woo, you should have prepped me for this. I we weren't prepped for any of this. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which is the best part of real talk. 100%. All right. Here's a fun fact. All right. The other members of the band. <gasps> we get the dirt. Tend to. Well, I'm just giving you dirt on myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun fact, though. <laughs> they tend to tease me because I, I have this. Uh, it's probably It's probably a little bit of an OCD kind of thing. But I have this this ritual with brushing my teeth in a particular way. All right, let's every, hear the ritual. Every morning now. and every night. So I just I don't know. Apparently I'm maybe a little more thorough than most. I, I take, you know, my my time and really are very thorough about the, the brushing process. Mm-hmm. And I, I use one of those like tongue brusher things, <laughs> tongue spray. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. The water pick. And then I do, yeah, but well, I just use regular floss. Oh, I haven't okay. upgraded to the water pick yet. And then I, I, they haven't rinse. won the Grammy yet. They got to win the Grammy first. Yeah, that's the, right. That, there you go. <laughs> then I rinse with some mouthwash and then I am done. Okay. But the whole process takes me a solid, like, 
15 minutes. I will say so my I'm wife not, is that way. I'm not that long. I yeah. bought the Oral B that it's like the uh, the auto one. This is the weirdest yeah. conversation. And then ever. like after like <laughs> every 45 seconds, it gives like a buzz buzz, which means so you start in the lower right of your jaw, oh. and buzz buzz, then you go to the upper buzz buzz, then you come across buzz How buzz. How old are so we right that now? That is exactly. <laughs> I understand, Mark. We? I'm with you on no, the ritual, bro. I, I just brush brush and go. No, but bad like like. When we first got married, it drove her nuts because like I'm brushing my teeth, I'm like, like I'm trying to like lean past her, like spit in, and she's like, back up, like because I mean she was single, you know, single as an adult, whatever, and all of a sudden there's this dude right. living in her house, and well, I mean married, but dude living in her house, right. and so I had to learn when she's brushing her teeth, I back up, like that is her sink because she has yeah. her routine and her ritual, you her wait. way and her yeah. whatever, and if I screw it up, I screw it up, well, and it's just that's why I let Janelle go first and spend her, do her routine, and then I go in after that way. I can I mean, take Beth as long as better. I want to. See, yeah. if Beth yeah. is still listening at this point, I still love you. Like you're getting a lot better, but I remember the first time she had a ritual. I'm like, you can't screw this well, up, but I'm like, okay. I enjoyed that fun fact, Mark. <laughs> thank you, and one. thank you yeah. for taking time out to hang out with us. Yeah, absolutely, give us Thanks. an insider say, on Sanctus Real. When we found out we were sitting down with you, my my inner like youth group kid went, "Holy crap!" I had what? to pick him up off the ground a little bit, but for real. Though. No, it's been awesome, man. But dude, Mark, seriously, thank you, man. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you guys. And we'll keep listening to you. <laughs> keep putting out good music as long as God allows. So and absolutely. If you Appreciate lay the track. That. And only if you lay the tracks. Only if <laughs> only if you lay the tracks. All right. Awesome. And, and if you get bored and want to listen to two dudes in a basement, I mean real talk. We're always here. <laughs> I'll, I'll be listening. Uh, I'll be right. listening now. All right. Well, we're gonna be uh we're gonna be hitting you up and be like, hey Mark, what's going on? What's the next thing we can talk about? <laughs> oh goodness, man. <laughs> what's awesome. a good subject for Well, this? I'm gonna just be the bad Absolutely. guy. Just end it. So Mark, it was right. a pleasure, man. Thank you, Fuller. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Oh, yeah. So until next time, guys. Take it easy. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us as uh, we enjoyed our time with Mark. Uh, it was a great conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have not checked us out on the socials, check us out, Real Talk Christian Podcast. Go to our website, realtalkchristianpodcast.com to find all the places that you can follow us or join us. Don't forget to continue to listen to Sanctus Real and especially Mark Grailman and uh, continue to give them your support at any chance you can. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Until next time, take it easy.